Florida's capital city. This is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. show right here on 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV on a Libations Friday. Let's do it. Lucy Goosey. I'm Jeff. That is Tom. There's Director Matthew on Twitter. It's at Jay Cameron Show. If you're watching on War Chant TV, thanks for doing so. If you're listening on 93.3, thanks for doing so. How you guys doing? You know, I'm going to, you know, I always forget, Tom, we, we can, we can quiet Roger Doltry down for a moment. I don't often do that. Nobody could quiet Roger Dolphy down. For a long time, they could not. One of the great rock and roll voices ever. But uh, that said, I needed him to be quiet. I could have turned to Pete Townsend and said, get your boy. We're trying to talk here. He's swinging a microphone. Uh, I always forget to say thank you to my friends at Zaxby's in a timely fashion. And today, they made sure that I could not. And uh, what they did was they brought us lunch. And they said, Cameron, damn it, we appreciate all you do for us, but uh, can you mention us in a timely fashion today? Here's a chicken Philly. Eat this chicken Philly and tell me what you think about it. And I obliged. I ate that chicken Philly, and I'm drinking some tea here, and we're doing some good things. So it was delicious. Look, Tom's got the chicken Philly there, too. He has yet to partake because he came in a little late. A little late for Tom, so he's gonna have to get after it during the commercial break. It's a legit break. hoagie roll, my man. Yeah, it is good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I like to try to be transparent and honest here on the show, and that sometimes that's good for people, sometimes it's bad for people, sometimes it hurts people's feelings, sometimes they love it. You know, it just depends. Uh, but what I'll tell you is, I thought that chicken Philly was gonna suck. I'm not gonna lie. I thought that chicken Philly was gonna suck. This is one way to pitch it. And I said to myself, well, you know what? Eat that chicken Philly. It's free. And you do good business with the friends that you have at Zaxby's. They're good people. You just thought they were stepping out of their lane a little bit at Zaxby's. I thought they were totally out over their skis. I said, what are we doing here? This isn't what you do. And then, uh, I'm not going to lie, I ate the chicken Philly and it was freaking delicious. You know, if you're not in Philadelphia getting one of the great chicken Phillies of all time, but, you know, I live in Tallahassee, so what are you going to do? And I have to tell you, that thing is delicious. Delicious. So I was wrong. I'll tell you that, Danny, I was wrong. I thought that Philly was going to suck. And it does not. It's very good. There you go. There you go. And that's that's the for real, honest assessment. It's very tasty. And you know why? They didn't screw up the bread. That's I thought what it's a legit I, hoagie it roll. It is. I thought they'd screw up the bread. They did not. Right off the bat, we got questions pouring in. We got people ready to roll. All right. Also, I'm, fingers were brought here, and I'm glad they're in your studio. 
Yeah, they're they're over here off camera. It, it's uh, dangerous. But they're for you to eat as well. I I'm I aware. can't eat all these fingers. I, I've already done my part. <laughs> oh boy, what did we get here? Renegades asking me a question, Jeff. If we had to lose one of our remaining games, which game do you think would be best for us to lose? I think there's only one answer, but worried, uh, but wanted to hear yours and Tom's opinions. Well, you can't lose to Virginia Tech and still be a playoff team. You can't lose to Syracuse and still be a playoff team. It seems unlikely that you could lose at this point to Duke and still be a playoff team. I suppose. Let's, I, you know, I'm, there I'm, is only one answer. It's Miami, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because then you could go on, win the ACC championship, wipe that taste out of the playoff committee's mouth, and perhaps it's enough to do the job. Yeah, hoping you could get there. I mean, if Louisville remains uh, undefeated, we're going to have a problem. Because if you lose that game to Miami, and let's say Miami goes, yeah. well, they'll be playing Louisville if that team stays undefeated. So you need Notre Dame to step up this weekend and do the right thing. It's rare, very rare in the Cameron household that anybody is actively cheering for Notre Dame. Louisville does play Miami. Okay, good. So I didn't. Got, I was. I. You know. I. I didn't think that was true. Okay. So maybe we have a little wiggle room there. You'd be rooting for Miami in that situation, though. You would you have would. to. You'd want an undefeated Miami. You'd want them to stay undefeated yes, if they to beat give you. you the, pla- yeah. the platform. Yes. To leap over. Correct. Their flaccid bodies. Oh. Okay. One of the things that you would think in that moment is, hey, we lost to a, uh, an undefeated team, and then exacted revenge in the ACC championship and finished twelve and one with one loss to an undefeated regular season Miami team, you you would prob- probably have a good case to get in. I, you know, Again, it depends on what Michigan does the rest of the way. Depends on what Ohio State does. We know they play each other. They're going to have a loss. And I'm not on the cusp of announcing that I think Miami in some way is going to go undefeated. I'm talking about what we would need from them, not, not what I think they're going to do. I'll tell you what I said yesterday. I'd come in with some player props if I had some. I think I got one. I think I got one that I'll give you later today. Uh, I don't want to be burdened by the the need to check Twitter in case people have asked for it. And uh, I often forget these days to check uh, Twitter. So, you know, days go by, and all of a sudden I'll be like, oh, man, somebody asked me something nine days ago, and it's a legit question I should have answered. Oh, it's a busy day, too. I mean, you've got a football game tonight. Is that right? Uh, yes, a very big football game tonight. Uh, Leon. Leon. And Lincoln, I combined the two just a moment ago. Leon and Lincoln, um, is an age-old rivalry. High stakes. Yeah. Is Leon still undefeated? They are. Oh man, Leon is still undefeated, and really, it's expressly because of Bryce Cameron's presence on yeah, the field. I'm sure, each it week. is. It's, Coach uh, on the field. It's an amazing thing. Um, no, they they Tyrone McGriff's done a great job over there, and I'm really happy for all those kids. And so, yeah, so I, then, I think the streak ends tonight, but I could be wrong. You're pre-gaming at the CP. Tailgate yeah. at the CP for the big yeah, Lincoln-Leon game. I'll be at Corner Pocket along with you and really uh, other members of the staff, I think, that uh, should be kicking it around and having yep. a beer or two and saying hello to folks. Keg stands? No. No, I'm not going to my son's game liquored up. I'm going to be uh, laid back with a Guinness or so, and then I'll move on over to the uh, football game at hand. You know, buddy, uh, it's like they want to test me. Uh, this game is also not at either Leon or Lincoln. Oh, it's under the lights of Gene Cox Stadium. God, dog it, man. I swear to God. Yes, it is. It's just like, and I didn't. Isn't that closer to CP, though? 
yeah, yeah, it it's, is. At least you have a medium yeah, spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a longer drive home, but yes, it is. And it's also, I, I've i grown to uh, kind of loathe that spot. I don't like it. But there is no drive home from a Friday night, like a drive home from Gene Cox Stadium after watching those two teams play under lights at Gene Cox Stadium. It's an amazing, <laughs> it's an amazing venue. You know what's amazing? Getting off to a 1-0 start on a Redemption Thursday, rolling on into a Libations Friday, and we did last night. And oh, by the way, this is why you gamble, kids, I, he says irresponsibly. I laid that 6.5 with Western Kentucky last night, and I was getting sleepy. And it was 35-7, to 7, Western Kentucky. And I was saying to myself, you're so good at this. You should move to Vegas and be a professional gambler with the way you whoop-ass gambling. And so my wife saw the smile on my face around 10 o'clock. I said, getting a little sleepy. Got no baseball games to look at. This Washington-Chicago game doesn't have my attention. I think I'm going to go to bed here in a minute. And Louisiana Tech scored. And so you know how it works, Tom. You kind of, hmm. Yep. One eyebrow raised. Yeah, you're like, that's a... Hmm. That's less than ideal. But we got, you know, we're laying six and a half. We're going to be all right. It's 35-21. We're going to be okay. All we need is a couple first downs here. Just a couple first downs. Yeah, well, then they didn't get it, and then another touchdown occurred, and we're at 35-28. It was 35-7 when that sleep was hitting me, and I was bragging about what a great gambler I am, and now it's 35-28, and I'm covering by a half a point. And I'm starting to squirm a little bit. You're feeling the demons of Chestnut Hill with Knowles and BC? I'm like, this is ridiculous. But it worked. That's a cover. We jumped on board that cover train, and then we pulled the covers over and went sound asleep. Do you have something that you say to Christy when you cover? Like you say, it's the cover train. You know it. <laughs> Do you have a saying of some kind? Uh, No. I make snide comments about sex or something. Oh. Yeah. And she's like, because you want to bet? You want me to have sex with you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I won that bet. I'd like, I think we should. And then, you know, <laughs> she just walks down the hall. And I decide whether to stay up and keep watching football. <laughs> you know, I was feeling a little bad about raising the stakes on the show with the stadium reference and then Miami's bodies that we step over. And then you said, oh, hold my Guinness. <laughs> Uh, no, man, it's, it's, uh, no, you, it, she laughs at me cause she knows I can't hide the fact that I'm obviously gambling. She, she walks by, she doesn't have any desire to watch Western Kentucky and Louisiana Tech. So she's like, what are you watching? I'm like the Western Kentucky game. She's well, like, mm-hmm. Clark knows what's up. Oh yeah, he does. He's like, what are we doing tonight? Pops Tuesday night football, dad. Yeah. He's, he said to me, uh, said to me last night as he walked by, what would we lay? And I said, six and a half. And he goes, um, yeah, he, he laughed and he goes, it's getting dicey. And then he kept walking. I was like, it is getting dicey. But I like that he's got it. He, he knows the deal, you know, and, and it's it's fun that way. And then the next morning he wakes up and uh, he's, we covered, we good? I'm like, we covered. Here's your breakfast. <laughs> See, it's a wholesome household right yeah, there. I, I don't have quite the aggressive uh, cover language. Um, oh, you don't? No, it's just a play on uh, our pal Ricky Martin from back in the day. And I just say, welcome to Cover City. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, 
And that, that's it. Then it's stuck in your head the rest of the day. All day. Yeah. And she goes, damn it. Why'd you get that song stuck in my head? Yeah, I missed the uh, Liberty Sam Houston game and uh, didn't didn't have any action on that game, so I missed it. And then uh, I'm glad. Hey, the, the pizza money did not work out on Robinson. And oh, by the way, Washington, you should be ashamed of yourself. What is that nonsense? To give up 40 points to the Bears? Sweet Jesus, that is a bad loss, man. Ron Rivera's in trouble. They were not ready to play. No. No. They looked very, very ill-equipped. I mean, that is... Um, <clears throat> what, did they air it all out against Philly? That's a tough what look, gives? man. That's a tough look. Uh, speaking of Philly, lay the four against the Rams. The Rams have played The Rams have played over their heads so far, but these are tough roadies, man, going back. Oddly, they're playing at home, and it's a tough spot for them because they've had to go East Coast, East Coast, and come back. That stadium will be filled with Eagles fans because the Rams don't have home field. That's correct. And I think it's an ass-kicking. I'm taking the Eagles minus four. I'm feeling good about it. That sounds like a 40-unit play. No, I just placed it uh, before the start of the show, so we're good. We are good. Um, That's true. So I roll in. There's Zaxby's on the table. You're sitting with John, the general manager of the station, munching, having a good time. And you say, Tom, uh, I just put in a few things, and I'm thinking it's you know maybe something about work. <laughs> and you're like, all right, I've got the over yeah. in this one game. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm laying the four with Philly and Los Angeles. I had over 43 and a half in the um, Denver what game the Denver Jets game. Denver actually. Jets yeah. game. Yeah. yeah, I went over there. Um, <clears throat> That's the first order of business. Yeah, we got it. We're good to go. So listen up, guys, really quickly. A busy show today, as always. First and foremost, uh, you know, we have Lee Sterling coming on the show. We'll see what he picks this week. He had three good weeks in a row. Stubbed his toe last week. I think he went two and three. Anyhow, he's going to join us, and uh, we'll see who's – I don't. I didn't even look to see which games he had right now, so I'm kind of excited to see that. And then also in the next hour, of course, we have uh, our fun – uh, with the red zone, I have no idea what questions you've come up. Mm, that makes two of come us come up with for me, <laughs> so I'm looking for that. Uh, and then third, I would tell you that um, my mom comes in and she's got a lead on me. Now, I actually have got a. I, I want the court to rule, and oh, I'm going to let no. you. No, 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 no. Listen, I'm going to let you and Matthew be the court here. So when we placed our wagers last week. You remember this, Matthew. You were around. Okay. We had two different. I had, I think, Cleveland over Baltimore. No, I don't think I know. I had Cleveland over Baltimore. I picked the upset. I picked Cleveland to win that game. At that time, Deshaun Watson was starting the game fresh off his best game in a Cleveland uniform. He had never played better than he did the week previous. You want a mulligan? No, no, hold on. Okay. So that Thursday, there was no inkling of an injury or anything like it. So I take Cleveland. Ten minutes before kickoff, they announced Deshaun Watson, who, by the way, this is absurd, took himself out of the game. The doctor said he was good to go. And he said, nope, back feels a little tight and didn't play. Now, man, that's a no-no in the NFL. Think about the injuries that tackles and linebackers and running backs play with. I got my man out here saying, no, I'm not doing it. Anyhow, in my office pool, Tom, in my office pool, I – decided to uh to to switch the deal and you can do that right before kickoff i took baltimore i switched it up mom's claiming victory there she's like oh i beat you 2-0 and i said well i don't know about all that i mean at the thursday that we made the bet oh man at the time we made the bet he was a go the starting quarterback is important you would change your bet 
anybody would change their bet if the starting quarterback was pulled from the game. Okay, so director has made his ruling, and he goes uh, with the Caesar thumbs down. Well, he was going to do that anyhow. He yeah. just wants my mom to win. That's a uh, this is a partial jury here. This is not. Oh, he wouldn't even be on the jury if I had this my is choice. Not a way to great to get impartiality out of me. Um, I would say, and there it is. It's on the screen <laughs> with Joaquin. I would say if you're willing to henceforth turn off every single bet that you have with a late starting quarterback scratch, one way or the other, it has to be it has to be uniform. Then perhaps we can allow for this particular one to, to slide. But it's got to be every single quarterback is scratched on a Sunday or a Saturday night situation. Henceforth, that it's just a no bet. It's a no bet. P. Simpson, you were betting with a betting service or a bookie. And if you have a bookie, he damn sure would allow you to take back the bet if, hmm. oh, yes, if I bet with a bookie on Tuesday that I'm taking Cleveland, and then Thursday they announce that he's in a car crash and dead. I can call the bookie and be like, hey, man, the quarterback died. What are we doing here? I'm going to actually text somebody who might know a thing or two I, about I, this. I think, what they I, say. Well, it depends on your bookie. Who are you dealing with? Come on, man. That's ridiculous. In that scenario, starting quarterback's dead and I can't take it back? Well, Deshaun's not dead. In this but he game. might as well be. He's not playing. It's the same as if he was dead. The precedent would have to be set moving forward that every one of these different bets moving forward is turned off and not allowed, no counties, no nothing. We're going we're gonna to ask Lee Sterling when we get a chance. Now, what we have here is about seven minutes. I gave you a good ruling, and you're not satisfied with it. I don't – why do I have to – listen. <laughs> no, we don't ha- – we'll argue about this later. Here's the thing. We've got a segment that Ira interviewed, and I'm excited to see it. Or Aswan did the interview. Okay, Aswan did the interview. And the people that allowed for us to go over to Ireland and really made us feel at home and do a great job with our game that's going to be played there at Aviva Stadium are in town. And they are coming to the Virginia Tech game. And these are ambassadors for college and pro football in Dublin, Ireland. And we got to meet these guys, and we got to talk to so many of them, and they were fantastic. And Ireland's a country that is becoming infatuated with college and pro football. It's really quite cool. I got to see it up close and personal. Now they're here this weekend, and obviously they're trying to get people to sign up to go over there to Ireland. You either will or you won't. I mean, that's up to you. I'm not telling you what to do. But that stadium's awesome. That city's awesome. And these people were awesome. And they had a chance to sit down with Aslan. We're going to play a little clip from that, and then when we come back, we will have uh, Lee Sterling join us. Wouldn't you want to do it in the second hour? All right, we'll do it in the second hour then. I saw the panic look on your face. We're, yeah, we're out of time. All right, we'll do it in the second hour then. But yeah, it'll be fun. Jeff Cameron, show 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash 
all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello there, podcasters. Oh, don't worry. I won't prattle on for two minutes like I do with some of the other reads. Zaxby's doesn't demand it of me. (laughs) Zaxby's like, look, just tell everybody that we have the best chicken sandwich in all the land. That's easy. I can do that. I can attest to that. A delicious, thick, juicy, tasty Zaxby's chicken sandwich is where it's at. Of course, the strips are a given. You like the strips? We get the strips on game days. The platters are lifesavers. Mm-hmm. If you're going to a party, a pool party, say, this summer, and what do I bring? Just bring a beer giant thing. No. and Zaxby's. Worry about the beer. You bring the Zaxby's, you're going to be the hero. Just uh-huh. make sure you get all the sauces, too. They've got like 97 sauces, and they're all delicious. I don't know if you guys know this. There are 27 Zaxby's in Tallahassee alone. 27. You can't miss them. I think that's true in general in every city in America. They're like peach trees in Atlanta. They're everywhere. Look around. Find you a Zaxby's and get after it. By the way, your Tallahassee Zaxby's a proud Golden Chief booster for 18 years. Go Knowles. Welcome back to the Jeff Cameron Show, sponsored by Legendary Home Loans, a mortgage experience designed around speed, simplicity, and customer service. Before you buy your next home, contact our friend Shannon Young with Legendary Home Loans. Visit FSUHomeLoans.com. FSUHomeLoans.com. I see that the overwhelming opinion is uh, against me. And I understand that the vast majority of folks are wanting my mom to beat me in the head-to-head wagers that we've been engaged in for like 20 years. And so, uh, you know, I got it. Okay, so I've I've got some insight from a guy. And the guy says, if it's before the game starts yes. that you make the call, you generally can. Yes. This person has done it in Vegas before, so that's a, this is good for you. But it depends on the book. Some will say, yes. them's the breaks. That's because correct. Because they're not going to call you and ask to turn off the bed if it went the other way. Right. What I'm saying is they're reasonable. Most people understand <laughs> the, the starting quarterback is a big deal. And it's not in the game. Like, I get I'm screwed. The game starts opening play. He drops back to pass and gets decapitated. And now they play the entirety of that game without their starting quarterback. I'm screwed. That's just the thems is the breaks at that point. Right. But also it's before I, the game. I think if there's speculation of a game time decision, then that's also a different animal fair, altogether. Fair. I agree yeah. with that. I there was no speculation. There were yeah. no hints. He practiced all week. He didn't miss a single day. Nobody talked about an injury whatsoever. He woke up on the wrong side of the massage bed. Correct. And then the next thing you know, my man's standing over here, opting out of the game. Back's a little tight. Is Lee gonna make the final call on this? We're going to ask him, yeah. I, I am curious what he says. Actually, we stumbled into an interesting discussion in, in this sense because I do know it's different book by book. I also know it's different it, you know, on the illegal side of things. If you're dealing with an actual bookie, I know it's different as well. But you got to, you know, you got to be able to, you got to know who you're dealing with. I hinted to Lee what the question's going to be from you. So he's with us now? He is. Lee Sterling, how are you, brother? 
I'm good. How are you? I'm good. All right. So you got to answer this. We're having a, a debate. We're having a hotly contested debate here. Now I okay. get it's different. It's different if we're talking about books out in Vegas. Yeah. And as opposed to like Jerry, your next door neighbor, who's a bookie. Mm-hmm. But okay, look. Last week I had a bet. I took Cleveland to upset Baltimore. All right. Mm-hmm. Now. Deshaun Watson practiced every day last week. There was never a hint of injury. Nobody thought it was even a possibility. And 10 minutes before kickoff, he opted out. By the way, the doctors cleared him to play. And he said, no, my back's a little sore. I'm not going to play. All right. My argument was that if, if you're with the right bookie or the right person, you can call in that moment and say, look, man, Obviously, I made this bet thinking that the starting quarterback was going to play. My man's opted out. They haven't kicked off yet. He didn't get hurt in the game. He just chose not to play. I, I want to take the bet off the board. No, not in any circumstance I've ever heard of it. If if he's your best friend or you have a great relationship I do. with him, maybe, maybe. But similar situation with Kansas last week against Texas. Their quarterback, Daniels, Fine all week. Now, yeah. He has had back issues. He's had back issues. He threw his back out in the walkthrough, believe it or not. And they announced it, I think, an hour before the game, or maybe even 30 minutes. They told, I think, Jason Bean an hour before the game, but they didn't release the public until the game started, or right before the kickoff. So, Yeah, I, I would just – it's interesting. You get 10 minutes before a game, the starting quarterback opts out. And there were no hint of it whatsoever. And, and both of those, both those players, are the difference from them to the second stringer is at least a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, man. That's uh, a. <laughs> I guess I got a good relationship with my bookie because you have a you, it, your bookie lets you cancel the way. Yeah, and look, man. Here's the thing: if you book with a guy for years and years and years, and you're good yeah. for it both ways, nobody who's going to be an ass and not allow you to do that. That's crazy. No, I think it's great. I, I, I have never had a relationship like that with any of my bookmakers. <laughs> um, and I know for a fact offshore or in Vegas. You right. can't I know you can't. Well, right. I, I know in Vegas there are a very select few that would let you do it before kickoff, but very few. And I, think, No, that was, that's an interesting you know, question you posed. And we're seeing it. You rarely see that in the NFL. But in college, they are really hiding injuries more than they've ever done. It's and crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's tougher. It's tougher when you're betting games. And so, you know, with the transfer portal, it makes it tougher. You know, it used to be you knew who the quarterback was going to be, you know, eight months before pretty much unless one of the, the third stringer beat out the second stringer. Right. Now I'm watching tapes and – you have no clue sometimes until you watch the first game. <laughs> it's fun. It's interesting. It is. And and I the more that we see betting restrictions loosen up around the country, and the more that it's legal state to state to state to state as opposed to just, say, Jersey and Vegas, I'm wondering how this affects what's reported uh, in college football moving forward. People are betting on these games like they're the NFL. Yeah. And, you know, the NFL is in bed with all of these gambling books and all of these uh, DraftKings and, you know, all that. They, they they make all kinds of money off the commercials. This is right. – they they owe it to their customers to tell everybody who's hurt and who's not. That's why they have an injury report. I bet we're going if in that direction happens, for college. If something happens – now, these were 
it seems like last week, and I take I'm taking their word for it in the Kansas and also the Cleveland Browns situation with Daniels and Deshaun Watson. I think they were isolated incidents. I think they are things that happened late. So I'm going to trust them that they didn't know about it earlier. But if they know about it, I'm tired of looking at an injury report, Jeff, and seeing seven or eight guys listed as questionable. Right. Yeah. That's a joke. That's a joke. All right, brother, here we go. The games are intriguing this week. I mean, I mean, across the board, I love every one of the games that you're previewing for us. Every one of them I've got action on. Georgia minus 14.5 against Kentucky. The public is probably, I haven't checked this morning, but my guess is the public is all over Kentucky here. Right. Who do you like? I think you're you're picking up where I'm going to go. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. And and I think you took Georgia. I did. Yes, I did. Okay. All right. So, I did for, I think, might be the same reason. Kentucky <laughs> ran for 329 yards. And they ain't running for 320 yards against Georgia. And yeah, that's it. Auburn <laughs> ran big time against Georgia. But, see, the average person is just going to look at raw numbers. A lot of handicappers do this, too. There's some handicappers, believe it or not, Jeff, that will tell you. They'll be honest. They don't even watch the games. Well, that's why I think they're making a mistake. Different types of attacks. Mm-hmm. This Auburn team did it. Their quarterbacks, Peyton Thorne and Robbie Ashford, ran wild. They don't have to worry about that with Devin Leary. That's correct. Nine for 20 for only 69 passing yards last week. He just doesn't look look like he is feeling comfortable in this offensive system here, even though Ray Davis might be the best running back right now in the country. I expect Lyde McConkie. A lot of people will play a key player coming back the first game. Most experienced handicappers will play a key player like McConkey or a quarterback in the second game. That's when they usually do their best in Kentucky. Three of the last six times they played Georgia, they didn't even reach 10 points here. Georgia, 34-13. I love it. Alabama minus two against Texas A&M. Intriguing for a lot of reasons, and I can make arguments on both sides. What's the argument you're going to make? think Jimbo and Nick are talking at the 50-yard line about where the family's going to meet up uh, for a summer. Like they uh, used to? Vacation. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Probably not. Um, so I'll, I'll, you study things pretty well and usually are pretty close. Guess how many times the Alabama quarterback's been sacked in five games this year? Oh, good God. I actually don't know that, Lee. You caught me here because I, I – he's take, take a guess. In five games? Yeah, five games. How many times he's been sacked? Um, Ten. I thought it was 12 to 14. 20. Woo! They rank 125th in sacks. Remember, they graduated a couple kids. Maybe their best returning lineman went to Miami Cohen. This Texas A&M defense, I think their defensive line might be one of the top three, four in the country. They got all kinds of five stars in that lineup. And I think they're coming of age right now. Miami was lucky to play them at the time they did. And they are number four in the country with 20 sacks. Alabama's defense is better since that Texas game, giving up just 30 points over the last three games. But A&M's is even better than that, 28 over the last three. And they played the best team of the six that those defenses faced, Arkansas. I like Max Johnson's experience here. like the fact that A&M won at home in 2021. If they get one yard last year, if they give the ball to A-Chain, I think they end up winning the game last year, which they lost 24-20. And they're 3-0-1 against the spread the last four as a home dog 
Wrong team favorite. AM twenty four twenty. Take AM. I did. Yeah, we're two for okay. two. We're on fire here, okay. brother. All right, now this is the real test for you. Uh yep. I'm curious to see what side you're on. You got Notre Dame laying five and a half against Louisville. I think Notre Dame, by the way, I'm just gonna tell you, I'll give away my pick. Yep. I think Notre Dame's a lot better than Louisville, but I'm worried about the spot. So give me your thoughts on the five and a half. I don't know if when you look at Notre Dame. I think the public is going to think that. But I think Notre Dame is one of these teams and their quarterback that they just can get up for almost every single game. So I'm going to back Sam Hartman. I think the kid's a gamer here. Getting back possibly two receivers for this game, that's important. I think Louisville's one of these teams that's better than we thought. They can beat the bad teams, beat the brakes out of them. These can't beat the real good teams here. I like – Notre Dame here, 30 to 20. Three for three, brother. We're rolling on Big River. Here we go. All right, Florida State's laying 24 against Virginia Tech. Your thoughts? Virginia Tech is bad. I mean, really bad. That's correct. (laughs) So, you know know what's interesting? When I'm studying them in in Georgia Tech and I study them back-to-back, both first names of both coaches are Brent. (laughs) (laughs) Might not be around too much longer. Um, When we go back 10 years from now, we may not remember who the coaches were in 2023. They got to face Pitt last week. Jerkovic is an absolute statue back there. They have not faced a mobile quarterback this year, and that's a big-time problem. They have no athleticism. Running back, receiver, linebacker, defensive backs. Their special teams aren't even anything special. They used to be really good. They were number 61 in the country last year out of 132 teams. I'm going to take uh, Florida State and lay the lumber here. I think they win 45 Four for four, brother. Buffalo minus five against Jacksonville. Now, a lot of people will pick Jacksonville because they're already over there. They play in London like it's their other home field. And, uh, and, and, you know, it's a weird spot game. But I like Buffalo here. Who do you like? Five for five. Okay, boom. You can't. You can't. This is crazy. <laughs> I don't think you can go against this team right now. Nope. Buffalo's much better at home. Miami ran into, I mean, a buzzsaw last week. But when Josh Allen is on a roll, just don't go against the guy. Five touchdown passes last week. Completed eighty-four percent of his passes here. They are much more talented. Watch Jacksonville. A lineman will make a every play. There's someone missing a block or a receiver. Runs a, a route a little too shallow. They're just not the same this year. And you would have thought they would have been much better yeah. with Calvin Ridley here. I like Buffalo here, 31-21. Yeah, I like Buffalo too. And the problem I have with Jacksonville too, they don't rush the passer. They don't get after the quarterback at all. And you're going to let Josh Allen sit back there with these weapons? Oh. You're dead. That cannon? <laughs> yeah. North Carolina, Syracuse is your free play. I also love this game. I also have action in this game. I'll have to text you to see if we actually win six games. You have action on. Oh, 20 at least this weekend. Wow. Wow. Um, it's a good weekend, brother. It's a good weekend. Uh, yeah. But North Carolina giving eight and a half Syracuse. How can folks get that game, Lee? Yep, they want to get it for free. I have a real strong opinion on this game to be one of the first 10 callers, 800 400 9741. North Carolina Syracuse is on me. Again, the number 800 400 9741. And what kind of role we've been on? 34 and 13. The last month, the last four weeks since the start of the season, 40 and 18. You want to get, we don't call it October, we call it Locktober. You want to get four weeks of action through Halloween night, just 297. Uh, go to the website, also UFC, 
5 for 35 going Saturday afternoon at 4. And then also baseball through the World Series. We're 42 and 20 since September 1st, just $97. Get it all for free. I also have a bunch of other free pick videos. You want to find out who I like in Texas, Oklahoma, Nebraska, Illinois, also Ohio State, Maryland. Check out those videos, ParamountSports.com, and I'm now on TikTok. My kids, my two girls, finally spotted mm. me enough. Oh, that hurts. TikTok. <laughs> I may have to make my kids put me on TikTok, and they can control it, but I don't trust them. They'll have me out here look like a fool, like Dabo Sweeney. Hey, by the way, uh, just out of curiosity, who do you like in Illinois, Nebraska? I like Nebraska, plus the three and a half. I believe that fans going to that game should be paid. <laughs> it, might, it might be it might be ten to seven. <laughs> be good, brother. Good talking. Watching, I mean, watching like, I think they're going to play Jeff Sims. I think they're going to put him in. I mean, Ugh. that's the best they could come up with out of the transfer portal. Come on, man. He's the only guy that might get him in the end zone. It, they both suck. Both those quarterbacks are terrible. It's hard to watch oh. both those teams. It's just awful. Yeah. Be good, brother. All right, bud. Talk Thanks. to you soon. Uh, fun day with Lee Sterling there, man. Paramount Sports, ParamountSports.com. That's, this is the best betting weekend of the year so far. I mean, there are so many games. Now, there are, there are weekends, just so people know. There are weekends, and you know this. Right? I don't, there's like maybe one bet, two bets, combined NFL college, where I'm like, yeah, yeah. cards week this week. I don't see any value that I just have to jump on. But then there are weekends like this where you have to kind of show restraint because I could bet 30 games this week. I've got an opinion on that many games. I started one for one. We're off to a good start with Western Kentucky, but it's it's interesting. I just like how somewhere in this town, in a middle school, Clark has his Bluetooth on and he's listening to no, right now. He's like, oh, no, he's not. No, he's not. Dad's got 30? No, I don't have 30, son. I could. Go back to class. I might end up betting 30 games. You just, it's what... He's setting his lines based on Lee's picks every week in his locker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. By the way, I'll take Colorado in that Colorado-Arizona State game since you're asking persistent Jordan. Um, Arizona State is all banged up. The fighting Kenny Dillinghams are a mess. Fighting bamboos. It's tough. Tough to be an Arizona State fan right now. They got the one win. At least he's got one. That may be the only one he gets. It's a close one. I know. It's tough times. And I like Arizona State. I have always had a thing. I love it. And especially when they embrace the evil. And they have the pitchfork. And it's nice. Yes. Get after it. Why don't they plant that at midfield? They should. With a devil. It would be awesome. You know, every one of these schools now has the lights that turn completely dark. Oh, and singing, have it pitch which black. I feel is dangerous. Pitch black slayer. Right. Turn on the lights as he slams the pitchfork in. The, the, oh. How about a red spotlight on midfield? Oh, and buddy. And he emerges this into is the, the coolest. Spotlight. This would surpass us. The devil in a real good devil suit. A scary devil suit with a what? red pitchfork and the red thing and rain and blood by Slayer as they come out. And then sometimes you could alternate. Like With the devil minions. comes out in like a tuxedo. And oh, like, oh, man. look at this. Look at this. It's a special night. It's corporate devil. Sun Devil Stadium's ready to go nuts. It's Jeff Cameron Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. The Jeff Cameron Show brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness, two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road, and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at orangetheoryfitness.com.
Chase Sterling. Appreciate it. He took Georgia. He took Texas A&M. He took Notre Dame. He took FSU, and he took Buffalo. And to find out who he took and the North Carolina-Syracuse game, go to ParamountSports.com. You on North Carolina? I am on North Carolina. Uh, yeah. You probably are too, right? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This seems like Syracuse is following a trend that they always follow, right? Kind of get off to a decent start. People start thinking, oh, look at Syracuse, and then they suck. It feels about right. Hopefully that continues into next week, and they're hopeless because North Carolina puts them down. They get on the plane down here, go through the motions, and we have a lot of backups in in the second half. Well, this is why they're 4-0 or 3-1 and every year. They they played Colgate, Western Michigan, Purdue, and Army to start their season. Yeah, they're 4-0. And then they turned around and played Clemson and got demolished, 31-14. to They'll probably get demolished by North Carolina. And then they're devoid of hope, as you just pointed out. They come to Tallahassee to take this ass kicking. Hopefully. That Clemson game was a little nip and tuck in the second half, though. It's a turnover deep in their own territory that kind of springs it for, uh, for Clemson to put it away. But then again, Clemson's in a rough spot, coming off an emotional game at home, a loss, really physical. And then you go play a nooner at Syracuse, which is never easy to do. Yeah, as far as the way it played out, it was a little clunky, but they were up 24 to 7. I mean, it's, they were. I mean, yeah. it's not like, you know, the, the game was not in doubt. I know that's not what you're implying, but just so people no, know, just, the game was not in doubt. I'm just saying that, you know, it wasn't 52 to 7, yeah. as it has been a lot of times for Syracuse. Yeah. And Garrett Schrader's a big, strong dude, but he is not running like one right now. Nope. He wanted no part of running against Clemson. Although I understand that's a wise move, Garrett. I don't think a lot of people are going to want to run around against Clemson. It's a lot of thunder. It's a lot of thunder, and they have linebackers that should be here. I mean, that they have that kind of talent at that position, and it drives me nuts. Now, I will say our starting duo have played pretty well at linebacker. They still struggle yeah, in coverage, but it, yes. Well, the only thing, to me, the, the largest concern is that Kalen at times will overvalue his speed with the angles he will take. Like, there's a run... Actually, it was uh, the second and 25 against Clemson. It's a great example. So it's a swing pass. The mm-hmm. receiver gets mm-hmm. you know away with holding galore. But Kalen has a chance to make that play and force it back towards the middle. There is one guard or tackle out there in space as an escort. And Kalen takes a path closer to the backfield than around the front and the face of yeah. the offensive lineman. Because he thinks he can get there. And it's just, no, man, you're really fast. You're not that fast. And that's a difference between, I think it was, you know, third and seven at that point. It's an 18-yard gain that should have been maybe six or seven if you took the right angle, and he does that a lot. It's frustrating. I I feel like um, he's very much a hit-and-miss player. Um, When he's good, he's really good. When he's bad, he's pretty bad. Well, and you get into that tackle zone, he's a really good tackler, but he's just got to get in that position to finish the play. Well, one of the reasons Lundy doesn't play nearly as much as a lot of people think he should is he really bites on any sort of play fake. It's like... Well, and he loses leverage a lot. A ton. Yeah. So that's, you know, not great. And then the fourth down, this one really hurt because it was fourth and a yard and a half against Clemson. I know I'm going back to that game twice, but two good examples. Get downhill. Like, that's another thing that Virginia Tech is going to test. They're, they're going to do a lot of stuff with the laterals and communication and positioning. But then also, you got to make a decision to come downhill and make a play. And that's where I'm the most disappointed in, in Knowles. Like, if you want to talk about communication issues because he missed a lot of camp. Correct. All yeah. right, I... I can hear that a little bit, but not getting downhill and triggering and making a play because his freshman year, that's all he did. But by the way, when he does trigger, he does not make the tackle. 
That's been a problem. He struggles to yeah. tackle. Just period. There's no caveat to yeah. that. He struggles to tackle but people. He didn't from the slot in his freshman year. That's the weird thing. Yeah. It's very frustrating. You know, I think there's an outside chance. And I, you know, I, I'm glad that we don't have to wait, do we, again? Is there another day of waiting for baseball? Uh, it's tomorrow. Yeah, not today. Nothing today? Nada. You miss an opportunity. I know they could not have expected everybody to sweep, but damn it, man. No, but you can start the division series you and not go against college football. Correct. Yes. That's yeah. stupid. But I think it's worth perhaps taking a little bit of a, a surprise look at the Diamondbacks to beat the Dodgers. And I'll tell you something else. Think about if you're a Dodger fan. How frustrated you are. I just pulled this up because I knew the numbers were pretty staggering, but I didn't realize they were this bad. The Dodgers rotation should be, but is not. Walker Bueller, out for the year. Tommy John. Dustin May, out for the year. Shoulder surgery. Tony Gonsolin, out for the year. Tommy John. Julio Urias, out for the year. Being investigated for domestic violence for a second time. Career's probably over. Clayton Kershaw missed two and a half months. His shoulders clearly screwed up. He tops out at 87. They're ripe for the beating. They have got problems, buddy. And what a shame. <laughs> the old D-backs Phillies NLCS? It would just be so weird, but it'd be a classic. And by the way, they signed Noah Syndergaard, which as you well know, did not work out. <laughs> did not work out. Uh, I called that before he left New York. It's not a starter. Should have converted him to a setup man or a closer. Would have had a better career. So, like, think about this. They like Emmett Sheehan or something is going to have to start in like game three for them. They they got nothing. So you would be Burgess Meredith in the stands in in Arizona. You got nothing. Yeah. Well, you bums. <laughs> I think I've, uh, I'm kind of hinting at something here. Well, you got some pretty good odds for Arizona. Pretty good odds. It's baseball. It's baseball. It's redemption and- Friday. Well, I'm just saying it, it's baseball, so you do what you will. It, it's crazy. Philly's Braves is going to be awesome. Going to be awesome. It's high octane. I don't like – why do we – I get we added extra teams and the playoffs can't go on forever. I don't think once we get to this point we need to be playing three out of five. Oh, you think the DS should be best yes, of seven? four out of seven. Yes. It's baseball, man. We don't want shortened situations like this. Four out of seven. Yeah, the only way you can make that work is if the season begins, say, March 20th or 25th, somewhere in there. You'd have to start it that early. I meant to mention this before the end of the hour, and so I'm going to. I'm not going to forget. But uh, rest in peace, Dick Butkus. Oh, man. Saw that yesterday, and uh, the legend of Dick Butkus is pretty phenomenal, uh, given that if you're a, a man of a certain age, then you grew up watching NFL films. And you listen to Steve Sable and John Fresenda do Chicago highlights of yesteryear and watch a guy like Dick Buckus just destroying people and is a quintessential middle linebacker. Like, there's no other middle linebacker in the history of football that you would name before you would name Dick Buckus. There may have been guys that were better. Yeah. But you would, that, that's like almost universally true. People would be like, oh, well, Dick Buckus. Hour number two, fourth coming. Stay with Jeff Cameron, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Orchard TV.